0: Hello, my friends. It is the 15th of January. It's a Sunday, and I went to church today. And out of the worship, one song hit me, and it was a phrase that we all said in that song. And it said, Take the old flame and renew in me a new fire, Lord. So that's what we want this year. When I was talking about the wine skin in those days during Jesus, they uh, carried wine in what they called wine skin, which was an animal skin that held the wine and. Jesus talks about putting the new wine in the new wineskins, and if you have an old wineskin, it won't stretch. It's old and it can crack and not hold up. So what he wants to do is give you a new wineskin so that you're pliable and you're flexible and you can hold the wine. (laughs) And I also talked about the oil, filling yourself with the oil. He provides the oil through, through his word and you want to be filled up with that so that you can be prepared to withstand and overcome all challenges and situations and obstacles and you can stand with him because he's going to give you strength and courage to overcome all of that I and mean, especially when things are happening and there's storms and there's havoc and chaos and everything going on it's quite nerve-wracking and can get at you emotionally and and inside you and your anxiety and fear can grow and that's what he doesn't want us to do he wants to stand stand with us and help you stand firm and be able to get through all that is before you. And I can say that in the last oh, since July of two thousand twenty two it's been quite a rigorous uh time for me Um, I went through the year and a half with my son in cancer and and that was challenging and difficult in so many ways but when he passed in July it even got you know more intense and, and I came through it definitely I sit in my new place it's full of furniture and donated and lovely and relaxing and peaceful and I'm just amazed and uh, because he's an amazing God and he saw me through and I just I went each step every step didn't know sometimes how it would turn out and what it would be or anything and I just kept my faith and trust in Him that that it all would. And it did. So, you know, He's giving me His glory, showing me, me His glory. And I I don't have to worry about what's ahead because that's what He doesn't want us to do. He doesn't want us to get ahead of Him. And we can do that so easily. <laughs> so, another thing I wanted to share with you, this morning it was very pleasant and everything and then after church it got very windy, oh, gusty winds and the birds had stopped singing and the chimes though in my place, in the complex that I'm in, were just going to and, going, and they were very beautiful. They're the Gregorian chimes, which were very low, low tone and very, very peaceful. But they were really uh, sounding their sound. So um, I noticed a change. And my pastor was talking about today in his sermon that there would be a shift. And as we go along and and look to God and even fast and pray, we, we would see a shift and, and basically, uh, fasting and praying allows for us to have a change in, in ourselves and in our body, in our mind, in our soul. And it prepares us to, whatever God is going to move and we're, we're, sacrificing something and you know, nobody can always do a 40 day fast or a intense fast but we're doing it for two weeks and we have to give up something to the Lord it's just a sacrifice to say we honor you Lord we look to you and and he can tell you what that is because we need we need to look to him for even for that Uh, A lot of people go on Daniel fast, which is no meat. But it just depends on what your situation is. And so there's no uh, requirement of a rigorous thing at all. It's, It's what you can sacrifice to the Lord and honor Him. So as we went on through the day, I just began to read some other parts of a post that I regularly look on this ministry and I believe I've mentioned it before Radiant Israel and there was a man that posted that he had a dream many years ago up to 2016 that he really didn't understand what it was all about but it was a him about a map that he was being shown about the Middle East and the Hebrew words over over that area in Saudi Arabia, Iraq, and Iran and surrounding countries and Israel was darkened out. It was all black. So the Hebrew letters that went over that area, well, they have meaning, and the number seven was shown to him, and we are in the Hebrew year, I believe, of, I think it's 5783. Well, anyway, and then he was given these words in the dream. She is the seven-year-old. So the number seven and the phrase, she is the seven-year-old. Well, then I asked, you know, Lord, you know, that doesn't, explain anything. It just gives a phrase and a number. And it gives a a location. And Israel is darkened out all black. Maybe designating that it's not incorporated in those other areas. It's uh, singled out. I don't know. But Then another phrase he was given was seven years about to pass. So I said, Lord, what is this about Israel and the neighboring countries? You know, what, what is that dream supposed to be portraying with the Hebrew letters? Well, I looked on those past posts that I gave, uh, podcast on I think just yesterday and when i had read when i had been reading over some other words and posts and comments there was a woman that referenced 7000 years that were basically going into the 6th trumpet and the 7th trumpet is his return. So these numbers all have meaning to them. 7 is the perfection of the Lord and 5784 is 2024. So we're looking at the time of 2023-24. These are the... This is being framed, you know, for our sight. For us to look at something. To realize that something is there. And it's been said that there's going to be something big happening. Something we've never seen before. Um... Not necessarily all good, but the God's people will be watched over. And then another comment a man made on on this post that the man had the dream of Israel being blacked out. God's people in 2024, peace they will say, but no peace will come for God's people. The beast will open his mouth and declare war into the church. So, and <laughs> as things are going, if you look at the news and the way the culture is going and the world's going, you know, there's more and more intense persecutions and so forth going on and we're going digital into the extreme and that has to be set up for the Antichrist to do his thing. So, you know, all things start to come together in the fact that we have very little time left where where, um, we can witness to people and, you know, talk about the offer of His salvation that He offers to all people. And then God said to me, You know, hear the wind, those times, be at peace. It will be all right. I have you here. Your house is being filled. You have gone so much without. Trust and stay with me. Rest. You are loved. I will revive you. New fire in you. No more old flames. They have passed. You have a new way in me. I will show you the way. Lean on me. I know your heart. Be at peace. That's a reassurance. That even though the things around you may not look right, may not feel right, may cause you to go, oh no. <laughs> um our side is to be focused with him and know that he is there, he's working his plan. It's not going to be how we see it. His wind blows where it wants to. And we're just going to have to rely on Him and find refuge in Him. So, keep the armor up. The armor of God in Ephesians 6. Know where you are and who who your God is. Be in the secret place, Psalms 91, for your protection. He is your most high God. And you have to know His name. The Messiah, the Anointed One, the Son of the Living God. And then He will bless you. And you stay in his arms, in his way. To have courage and strength to withstand and overcome. There will always be rough and tumbling times. That's the way this world is and the culture and the way that the enemy works. But he is the one that defends you and protects you and wards them off and keeps you safe. So I wanted to leave this word to you because we are just really getting close, close to whatever he's going to do. And there is a great harvest, a gathering. A great harvest for people to see and hear and realize. Oh. And he's going to make it evident it's from him, not from anything else. And that's when he'll use his people to comfort and give witness to his word and his plan and his vision, his eternal life, his his offer to everyone. So we have to be ready for that call and be prepared for our ability for him to work through us. There's a gathering after that. Of his people, so you know, we're just really not too far off. Um, we will not know the time and hour, but we will know the signs, and it will be soon. The pastor at my church says. We hear that a lot, and we hear that in the spirit, and but we really don't know what soon is, because it's what, been how many thousands of years since he left? Um, but um, I can say that he's consistent in his ways, and he encourages, and he his spirit is continually saying be ready that's soon and I think more so even now because I said that in the last podcast that there were many many people feeling that in the spirit so and this is a worldwide ministry of the remnant and so it's a lot of people that are feeling the same thing in the spirit so just be prayed up and ready and whatever comes forth you know they were basically saying from May through September is a is a something to watch for. Doesn't mean that anything is going to happen, but the enemy works hard to kill, steal, and destroy. And, um, we have to be vigilant in not allowing it. He's already a defeated foe. We have the victory. We have to act like it. When the armies in um, Second Chronicles 20, they were going out to fight and, you know, God had gone before them and eradicated the enemy before they even got there to fight. So. It, but it takes us to decree and declare and command as well as lift up our prayers to Him and and call on Him. We're a connected unified group of corporate believers. we We're individual, yes, but we all believe and we're in the army of God. Here on earth, we pray each day the Lord's Prayer, you know, to bring heaven on earth. So if we're praying that, then we're we're wanting to be in that. In sync, in unified force, and this world tries to tear that apart, and and bring you to thinking it's only you. You're individual. You're you're alone. You're you can't do anything. So that's why prayer is so important because that connects everything. So I wanted to leave all this for you to contemplate meditate on and ask the Lord and ask him to show you connect with him with his spirit so God bless and until he shows me something else I'll share with you care God bless.